session. Hello, and welcome back to the Toku Talk Radio. I'm Luke. And I'm Hannah. All right. It's been a long time coming. We took a brief break from our, our AVA series to cover other media. But, you know, we realized that we mustn't run away, so we're back to finish it off with the final Evangelion film, Hideaki Anno's Goodbye to the Franchise. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, twice upon a time. Yeah. All right. I say without further ado, we get right into the recap from the glorious hell. <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready. In Paris, a team from the Wheelie organization led by Maya Ibuki works on a system designed to restore the city to its previous state. Upon being attacked by nerve forces, they are defeated by the Wounder fleet and Mari illustrious Makinami in Unit 8. Um, Mari defeats the attackers and the Wero team restores Paris. Asuka Lungli Shikunami, Rei Ayanami, and Shikari... Nope. <laughs> Shikari. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <like> some... <laughs> Shikari Ikinji. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Shinji Ikari. <laughs> um, still despondent are walking across the outskirts of Tokyo 3. They arrive on a settlement of survivors and encounter Toji Suzuhara, Dori Hokari, and Kensuke Aida, now adults. Toji is a doctor and has a child with her 30s, while Kensuke is a technician and all are friendly to Shinji. Asuka expresses frustration with Shinji, force-feeding him. As Shinji slowly recovers, Rei explores the village and settles down. Working as a farmer, Shinji meets Ryoji Kaji, the son of Misato Kasaragi and the late Ryoji Kaji, who died averting the third impact. Rei requires constant exposure to LCL and cannot maintain herself, decomposing in Shinji's presence. Wunder arrives to pick up Asuka and Shinji. Um, wait, no. <laughs> Wunder arrives to pick up Asuka and Shinji decides to go with her, despite protests from the crew. Shinji is placed in isolation. Meanwhile, Kozo Fuyutsuki, distressed over Shinji's treatment by Gendo Ikari, is enforcing him to experience the same loss as him, helps Gendo restart Unit 13. In response, Wunder heads to Antarctica. Before the mission, Asuka admits her past feelings for Shinji, but states that she grew up before him, referring to their actual ages being 28, but bodies being stuck at 14 due to the curse of Eva, as well as Shinji's suspended animation between the events of 2.0 and 3.0. Shinji apologizes to Asuka for being indecisive in either saving or killing her while she was trapped by the Ninth Angel in Unit 3 14 years ago. Asuka accepts the apology and acknowledges he has matured. Wunder is attacked by three nerve ships and a swarm of Ava units. Asuka and Mari sortie and move to destroy Unit 13 before it can reactivate. However, Unit 2 refuses to attack Unit 13, forcing Asuka to remove her eye patch, revealing the Ninth Angel contained within. Converting Unit 2 into a pseudo-evolved Ava Angel hybrid led Shinji Unit 1 14 years ago. Unit 13 overpowers and absorbs Unit 2 according to Gendo's plan. Um, moments before being absorbed, Asuka is approached by her original, revealing she is a clone of the Shikinami series. Meanwhile, the Wunder is attacked by a new Ava, Unit 9. Um, in a nerve vessel... Restraining the Wunder, Misato and Utsuko Akagi confront Gendo. Utsuko shoots him to no effect as Gendo has used 
the key of Nebuchadnezzar to transcend humanity. Gander reveals that the purpose of the Shikinami and Ayanami clones is to enact the human instrumentality project and enters Unit 13. Uh, a determined Shinji asks Misato to let him pilot Unit 1. Sakura and Midori Kitakami try to stop Shinji, but Misato protects them and is shot in the process. Misato apologizes to Shinji, saying that she was wrong to blame him and will take responsibility for his actions, as she is still technically his legal guardian. Mari takes Unit 8 and merges it with Units 9A through 12. Inside Unit 1, the original Ayanami clone appears before Shinji, apologizing for not being able to spare him from having to get into an, an Eva, but Shinji forgives her. Gendo and Shinji fight in a surreal anti-universe, and Gendo shows Shinji an imaginary Evangelion, a black Lilith. Shinji meets Gendo, seeing a vision of his past experiences, including how Yui's loss traumatized him. As a result, Gendo wanted to initiate an additional impact for a chance to reunite with Yui. Meanwhile, Misato evacuates the crew of the Wunder and sacrifices herself and the ship to create the Lance of Gaius, which gives Shinji the power to rewrite the world. Shinji talks with and provides closure to Gendo, to Asuka returning her feelings, and to Kairu Nagisa revealing the existence of a cycle that cast the cast is trapped in. Kairu also talks with the elder Kaji, who helps him understand that his own happiness should not be tied to Shinji. Shinji says farewell to Rei, deciding upon a complete reset of the world and Neon Genesis, without Evangelion. Gendo and Yui sacrifice themselves to sacrifice themselves to spare Shinji from doing so himself, bringing back all humans who were transformed in the near third impact and restoring the world. Shinji waits on a beach as reality resets until Mari comes back to get him with her final Evangelion, being the last to disappear. The children are all present as adults at a train station, and Shinji and Mari leave for a shot at the real world. <laughs> That's the brief recap. Alright. Now, before we start discussing the events of this movie in mm -hmm. a more detailed manner, I want to talk about the, the title of this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, if you'll notice, it's 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time. It's not a not title. <laughs> not a not. No. Because uh, <laughs> the other ones were, you are not alone, you yeah. cannot advance, and you cannot reduce. Yeah. All right. So, in this one... It's Thrice Upon a Time, and it's the third time ending the series, or the mm -hmm. third version of the series, right? There was the show ending, end of Eva, and now this one. Yeah. Uh, not including the manga, because that was not... Oh, no, that was someone else. Yeah. Although I, I still include it in my series of 89, because yeah. I think it's good. But this specifically like talking about the drama stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the last two not titles were, like, a negative thing, right? You know, this is what Shinji thinks he can... He can advance, but then he realizes he cannot advance. Mm -hmm. You know, he thinks he can redo this, but then he cannot redo it. Whereas this one is about Shinji truly accepting himself and moving on. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the additional impact is three plus one, yeah. like the movie. Uh, also, that equals four, and this is the fourth movie, so <laughs> it's fun. Whoa, you can do math. Three plus one equals four? Yeah. <gasps> what? Crazy, crazy, right? <laughs> So I think it's a cool title. A lot of people yeah. make fun of it, but I think it's it. People who make fun of this title probably don't realize how dumb some anime titles are. Yeah. Like Attack on Titan, the final <laughs> season, part three, the final chapter, special one. It's like why did you name it that? 
So this title is really not that yeah. complicated. <laughs> compared to some other Yeah, compared to other really ones. Uh, yeah. Classic. <clears throat> Alright, so, starting off this movie, it's been nine years since you could not redo. I think. Yeah, nine years. Uh, so it says so far in the Evangelion films, and there's like a brief recap of one to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it ends with Shinji saying, Kaoru, nothing good ever happens. And Asuka saying, you are such a naive brat. And then Kaoru responding, there are no sins that can't be atoned for. There is hope. There is always hope. And then that's like, boom. That's moving it from the recap and setting up the story of this movie. Yeah. And the, the purpose and message of this movie and everything. Mm-hmm. So, very well. Because Kaoru is the best. Yeah, there you go. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. It opens with an action scene, like all of these movies have, I believe. I think the first one was the, the Seichio fight. Yeah. Or... Seichio destroying uh, government things. Government things. <laughs> yeah, the, the missiles and whatnot. Yeah. Not the fight. The fight was a while into it, but yeah. Uh, and then the second one was Mari and the weird angel thing. Thingamabob. Yeah. And then the third one was... Was Mari and Asuka like in space? Right? Outside of the yeah. planet? Oh. Or maybe it was just Asuka. Or maybe just Mari. Oh. I think it was Asuka. No, I think it was Asuka and Mari, and then Asuka w- and then Mari just kind of dipped. Oh, yeah. And Asuka was like, what the heck, bruh. Yeah. Uh, and then this one's Mari and the team, the Wheelay team in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, With some really weird looking Yeah, Avas. those Avas are weird. <laughs> like, do not know. It's, it's, it's... I love how the Ava's just progressed weirder and weirder. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the beginning, you're like, okay, I can tell that there's, like, some, like, human kind of features, like, humanoid-type yeah. features, like, just the two, like, the four limbs. Yeah. And then it slowly progresses into, what even is that? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a row of legs with, like, <laughs> tanks on top of them. Yeah. It's like, what the heck is happening? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's epic. Uh but Mari's in Unit Eight. The the fight scene is really cool, mm-hmm. and there's lots of like. Wait, really is that the one with her like super stiff arms? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this one. Yeah, there's some really good shots and like camera movements inside the entry plug. Mm-hmm. And it's a very well put together scene. Very epic. I love how spinny the Ava is because of the yeah, arms. So of the spinny it's like Ava. spinny. Yeah, it's it's pretty epic, uh, and then the team is also. Like, Paris is red, and they're trying to do a mm-hmm. thing, first of all, to undo what happened to Paris and, like, yeah. return the world to its former state kind of thing. They're, like, working towards this, yeah. which is kind of, like, setting up what their goal is here. Mm-hmm. But they're also getting, like, parts to repair yeah. Unit 8 and whatnot. So it's pretty epic. Uh, yeah. It also ends with Mari saying, no matter where you are, I'll come get you. You just wait, puppy boy. Talking about Shinji, mm-hmm. of course, because at the end of 3, point out the... Shinji Asuka and Yara kind of just walking because yeah. they're lost. Or they they got lost and trying to find their village again. Yeah. Uh, but that her line kind of sets up a thing that they come back to later on in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Also, don't know if I have said this in the previous episodes, or guess just episode because there's only one rebuild episode before this. <laughs> but the rebuilds do the same thing as like the episodes in the show where like they have the the title and logo at the beginning oh, of the yeah. movie and like kind of that that kind of font mm. later on in the middle of the movie too so it's kind of fun 
Uh, why don't we talk about Shinji, Ray, and Asuka walking and the shots there? You know? Because then we cut yeah. to that. It is beautiful. Yeah. I love that composition of the, like, contrast between the, like, red everywhere. Yeah. And the, like, how it just sets up this feeling of despair. Yeah. And, like, chaos, but, like, still kind of organized because it's all red. Yeah. Like, it looks so desolate and feels empty, but yeah. yet, like, cluttered and lonely at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Also, the shots of, like, Shinji looking down and his hair just waving in front of his face mm. are really good. You know? Good feelings. Well, like, like proper feelings. Yeah. Given the situation. Not, like, happy, but... Like, a, they, they did, a, they did yeah. a good job conveying the feelings they wanted to convey. Yeah. You know? Yep. Also, I love the scene where Shinji wakes up and it keeps cutting from, like, in the village. When he wakes up and it keeps cutting from, like, Toji helping him in this one spot yeah. and then over here. And then he keeps blacking out and then keeps cutting to different yeah. time periods of Toji doing his doctor things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, like, shows you that there is a passage of time yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Also, the sequence with the train tracks and, like... The village doing things, just yeah. just doing things. Yeah, it's so nice. Also, Anna loves trains. Trains, so yeah, it's you epic. gotta have trains whenever you're on. You gotta. And I love the 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 cats and yeah. Ray. Oh, that was so cute. I, l- I love the whole stuff with Ray yeah. and her like questioning things and starting to learn about how she can become her own person and everything. Yeah, yeah. This is all just a really good change of pace. I think. From the last movies, which I also really like the last movies. Yeah. But something I love about the show is how many quiet moments it takes. Yeah. And like, just to just sit there with mm-hmm. something happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that we've kind of gotten back to that with this. Yeah. And this is like 45 minutes of just the village. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. Yeah. And it then it also like, it like contrasts kind of with everything that was happening in the prior ones. Yeah. How they were all just kind of like go, 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 and now they're like... Yeah, I'll sit back just again. Just sit back. And this is some of the best Take stuff in the entire yeah. franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I love Kensuke getting Shinji to stay with him because yeah. I like that they're, they're still wanting to be his friends. Like, Toji and Kensuke mm-hmm. still want to be friends with Shinji. And... And they're both trying to help him in different ways they think they can help him. Yeah. And Toji feels like a, a wiser Toji, you know? Yeah. He still feels like Toji, but just without that stupid kid. The stupid kidness. Yeah. Yeah. But Kensuke feels like he's growing to a completely different person. Yeah. Like, for the better. Mm-hmm. Which he later says on, he's like, you wouldn't believe what I've had to do for this village. Yeah. Like, he's, he's done and seen some things. Yeah. And grown up. Uh, Yeah. Oh, the scene where Shinji sees the choker on Asuka? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good scene. That's a good scene. And I love how it just, like, quickly flashes. Mm-hmm. So that it feels like he's, like, he's remembering and panicking, and then the audience feels like, oh, we're remembering and panicking because... Yeah, the, the flash with Kaoru. Yeah. And his, his death. Yeah. Also, I love Kaoru's face when his head explodes, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not a weird thing. Like... No, the, the ju- I love it when his like, I love it when his head explodes. No, I love his face when his head explodes. Like he feels like happy and content with what he's yeah. about to sacrifice for Shinji. Yeah. And a, a very 
a loving sacrifice of Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Should take it. All right. So Shinji's state now is worse than it's ever been before. I think like yeah. even worse than end of Ava. Yeah. To the point where you know the scene in end of Ava. I don't think I need. To, I just know the yeah. scene. That's not even like on Shinji's thoughts at the moment. Yeah. He walks in and sees Asuka and he like does nothing until he sees the Joker and like yeah. he pukes from that. Mm-hmm. But like he's silent and closed off all the time. Mm-hmm. And like when he thinks everyone's sleeping, he can't like stop crying because he's been yeah. holding it in all day. And he doesn't eat anything. He doesn't like take care of himself. Mm-hmm. To which we get the a very cool animated sequence. Yeah. Um, the CG animated part. I think it's CG, yeah. With Asuka. Yeah, Asuka force feeding him. Yeah. Like, it was, that's an incredibly animated mm. sequence. It's so cool because it feels like the camera, it's not like a typical anime. Yeah. Or, like, like 2D animated movie Mm-mm. with the camera movements and stuff. Like, it yeah. feels like it's a live action. It doesn't yeah. look like a live action, but that's how the camera moves. And yeah. it feels like it's on a, like, getting around with the yeah. camera all in one shot and you're getting different angles. Mm-hmm. Just all one shot. Yeah. It's really cool. And it still looks... Yeah. Like, the characters still look like 2D anime. Yeah. The world looks like 2D, but it looks like they did it with, like, 3D means. Yeah. It's very <laughs> and cool. And I, d- cool. I don't have a clue how they do it. Every time I watch that scene, I'm, like, trying to, like, pick it apart be like, how did they do this? And I'm like, I just can't. I have no clue how they did this. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, and then I want to talk about this, what Asuka says to Shinji in the scene. I mm-hmm. think it's very impactful and then leads to his next step. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're still a mock villain. You won't last if you don't eat. You're just idling by because you're scared of being hurt. Whatever you do backfires and there's no turning back. It's all your fault, so you don't feel like doing anything anymore. I know your father told you to do it, but with your lack of mental toughness, I'd rather you didn't pilot the Ava. Then she drops Shinji and leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, again, like, timing for, like, how scenes are set up and what happens is so beautifully done in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like Shinji waits a couple seconds and then like immediately he gets up and leaves and you just hear barely any sound to it. Yeah. Except for a couple like walking and closing door sound effect. It's mm-hmm. yeah, very good. But like the shot when he gets up and leaves, it feels like super close to his body and feels like like almost like a panicky in the composition. Yeah. Kind of feel. Um, yeah. To which Shinji finds the N one oh nine tower near Second Branch ruins. That's what the mm-hmm. that's what the thing is where he sits by the water. Also, we get Pen Pen flapping. It's not Pen Pen, but like Pen-Pen's those penguins. Family. Pen Pen's familia. Familia. <laughs> familia Pen Yeah, and he just sits in s- uh, Shinji, not Pen Pen. Shinji <laughs> sits in silence yeah. as the days go by, but Asuka, you know, still checks up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shows you how, even though Asuka like tries to project herself as like I don't care about anyone she's still checking in on him yeah. and you know giving him food and everything yeah it's weird not it's weird, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I bet what weird is the next thing I was about to say oh no that's good this is alright so Ray goes to see Shinji but she finds Asuka instead and this is after she had like a talk with the people she worked with and they're like you need a new name yeah you know because we can't just keep you calling this lookalike yeah. What she's like, I'm not Ayanami. Yeah. She's different, right? So she goes find Shinji to, so that he can give her a name. Mm-hmm. But she finds Asuka instead. Mm-hmm. And 
Oski says, that's why we have inefficient emotions. We're designed in compliance with human cognitive behavior. You Ayanami series are adjusted to feel like the, to like the third boy. Your feelings were rigged by nerve since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Ray says, I see, but I don't mind. I'm happy like this. It's like, hmm. Mm. It's weird. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just like, despite this, I'm, I'm happy just being me. Yeah. But yeah. she's embraced that part of herself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shinji is sulking alone. We cut back to him sulking, you know, mm-hmm. at the base of the, the water. And then he sees Ray. Like, he, we get, like, Ray blinking, and then he sees mm-hmm. Ray standing on yeah. the water, like in End of Eva or the beginning of the show. Or yeah. can you are not alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one. Yep. So it's there. It's connecting. Be like, what? Yeah. Seeing her there. You know? It's interesting. Very interesting. I think mm-hmm. it's more of a connection to End of Ava. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like her standing on the water in that. Yeah. Marking the ends of these kind of eras or yeah, yeah. timelines or whatever. Um, yeah, that's interesting because he sees her at the beginning of each timeline and at the end of each timeline. Mm. This isn't like the exact end, but like yeah. this is the Nearing. end. Is, the end this is nigh. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Ray tries to give Shinji food, and it's heartbreaking, and he like swats it away. Yeah. Until like later, he has to eat it. Like yeah. when she leaves, he can't stop himself because he's like gonna die of hunger. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but the art direction, the cinematography. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is a montage of like Ray in the village working, and then Ray oh, going to see Shinji, yeah. and like multiple times on the multiple see Shinji on multiple days with the sun's, you know, rotation and, like, time-lapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels very Makaro Shinkai, you know? Yep. I love it. Yeah. I also, I love how, this is gonna sound weird, but I love how cute Yuri is. <laughs> you know, the little, like, hat and oh, yeah. the garden gloves and the boots? Yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. She's, uh, maybe it's just because I'm so happy that she's, like, living and having Yeah, like, exactly. Like, Yay! Right? Like, finally. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time coming. Because mm-hmm. your life kind of sucked up until now. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ray going to see Shinji. Mm-hmm. And Shinji's like, she's asking questions and he's he's upset. And he's like, I'm not protecting anything. I destroyed everything. I don't want to do anything anymore. No talking. I don't want to see anybody. I want to be left alone. Why are you all so nice to me? That's what he asks. Because everyone's, like, trying to help him and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Ray says, because we like you. And then Shinji looks back for the first time. Mm-hmm. In, in like multiple days and then Ray says thanks for talking to me and she reaches out her hand you know this is what you do to bond with someone because mm-hmm. that's what the she learned from Hikaru yeah from her child I don't know what the child's name is no she learned from the the. did she learn from her? I thought she learned from the, the girl on like in the library no who mm. who did it H- Hikaru did she? yeah huh cause okay I'm just getting stuff. or wait Oh, I think I think um, someone came around to pick up, like, because Hikari was taking care of a kid, and then came up to pick that kid up, oh. and they were holding hands, and she was like, "What does that mean?" And then, yeah, 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 that yeah. happened. And then she's like, "That's what you do to bond." All that yeah. stuff with her, like, learning stuff, is so heartwarming, and yeah. and her with the baby, 
Oh yeah. 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 When she like. The motherly qualities are coming out. <laughs> yeah. Just like in the show when. Yeah. When she said she would be a good mother, and yeah. then she was like. Glitched. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But I like that because then Shinji completely breaks down after she says that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad. Sad for Shinji. But then Shinji goes back to Asuka, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, you cried all your tears out now, finally, so you're good to go. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she says, go help Ken Ken. She calls him Ken Ken. Like Ken Ken. Like Ken Pen. Like Ken Pen. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. All right. This is a little difficult, but Kensuke and Shinji go fishing, you know, whatnot. Kensuke mm-hmm. shows Shinji, like, the Wheelie's parting gift, which he says, a cl- complementarity L containment field purification process nullifying unit. <sighs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what he called it. Uh, thanks to that thing, Village 3 has avoided causation, which, outside of that, which they're basically just, like, force fields, yeah. keeping away the wanderers or failures of infinity. They're so like creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Like moving headless Avas. Mm. Yeah. That's they're cool though. They are cool. Yeah. I have no clue why they why they got everywhere though. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some. So some. Some. I also like what he says. He says we don't know how long this place will survive, but we're going to struggle on and live until the very end. Mm. There's Ano just speaking from the heart. Mm-hmm. Also, Ano speaking from the heart is when Ikari is talking to Ray, and she says, "Life is a continuous cycle of tough times and good times. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong if every day every day feels the same as today. That's how it is. Right now is the youngest I'll ever be. I want to live to the fullest right now. Boom, yeah. beautiful. I love it when the Ano moments shine through in the yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just beautiful. I also love when Kensuke and Shinji and Rei lol at um, Kensuke, Shinji, and Rei? I thought it was Asuka. Yeah. They're at yeah, their father's, Kensuke's father's grave, mm-hmm. right? And he says he wishes he could have done more with his dad and, you know, tells Shinji, like, to do just that. Mm-hmm. And Asuka's like, this is Gendo we're talking about. Like, yeah. come on. But Kensuke's like, you're still father and son. Ties like that don't ever die. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sets up the next conflict of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Ray's with the, the, the kid, or a- after, I should say, Kensuke and Shinji go to see Roji Kaji. Mm-hmm. You know, he's at their own Kaji's kid. Yeah. And uh, Kensuke tells Shinji he's not the only one who's hurting. Yeah. You know, like you said, on a moment shining through. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Also, what I love about this is the on a moment shining through of every scene. Because this yeah. one is like, <laughs> The most Ano movie out yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Well, one of them. He makes a lot of good movies. Yeah. All right. Ray with the baby. Um, like Hikari's baby. Mm-hmm. And she's she sees a dark red hole in her hand. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then she notes like water dripping down. She has tears. The one who's crying is me. Like Boom. in the show. Like in the show. Oh my <gasps> god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then she has like a, like a, like a seizure kind of thing. Where mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. I can't live here. Yeah, I, I can't sustain life like this. Yeah, it's tough. It's very sad. And from that, she then goes to see Shinji one last time mm-hmm. and hands him the music player, and she's like, 
now I ask you to give me a man. What have you got? And Shinji's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't think of anything besides Ayanami, because you're just Ayanami to me. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't think of another name. And she's like, that's all good. At least you gave it to me, and I like it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. Um, she's okay. Then there's a very beautifully cut scene where she's backing up and says, "I just wanted to harvest the rice." And then cut to Shinji. Then cut back to her backing up. She says, "I wanted to hold Tsubame more." Tsubame. The, the baby more yeah <laughs> cut to Shinji and then cut to Ray backing up and says I wanted to be with the boy I like forever and then through all this her suit is turning from black to white yeah like in the like show in the show <laughs> um and then she says goodbye and her head explodes mm-hmm. into and orange panta and then when she when she dies it cuts to the baby crying yeah that, that's just so sad it's just yeah. like the baby no yeah that's sad and then the wounder shows up and Shinji leaves with them mm-hmm. after being knocked out by Asuka once he said he would leave. Yeah. And then they lock him up immediately. Asuka says that Brad doesn't need a lover. He needs a mother. And then we cut to Misato. The mother thing. figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So apparently the wounder, Kaji, had loaded, like, ships with preserved plant life. Mm-hmm. And such to like launch off the planet in the event of the third impact to preserve life. So that he could always keep his melons. Yeah. So that he could keep his melons. He likes his melons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this is interesting because I guess the big question was like, if you're off the planet, does the third impact infe- affect you? You know? Yeah. That was what a lot of people wondered. Like, just what? go to space. Yeah. All the time. Just go to space. And I'm like, I guess because it just affects humanity. And because it affects humanity, it basically, like, destroys the entire planet yeah. where humanity resides, right? Yeah. So if you're in space, you might still be affected. But I think it just destroys the planet with humanity. So yeah. that if you lock, launch, like, plants off, they would still live because they're not humanity. Yeah. But if you were launched off, maybe you'd still be affected. It's still unclear. Yeah. I think you'd still be affected. Yeah, I think It would make sense to me. It would make sense, probably. Yeah. Okay, now we start getting into the confusing parts. Sweet. So, there's a piece of the black moon that's being, like, dragged on uh, this white place. The Yeah, that looks like crepe. Yeah, that looks like crepe, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and then Fusuki is talking, talking, talking. talking to no, Gendo. And he says, Ayanami Type 6 wasn't calibrated correctly and lost its form. Did you make him go through the same loss as you to teach him something, Ikai? It's like, wow, real nice, Gendo. Real, real, nice. real nice. Come on, Gendo. What the heck? So they take the black moon to the cursed ground zero of the second impact. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And Fusuki says, so far everything is going to according, acor- going according to... Going to according plan. Going according to Sele's scenario. <laughs> to which I ask... What scenario? Like, what is Sailor what? What, what even is the plan? Sailor likes to pretend <laughs> that they know what's happening. They're like, "Oh yes, this is all going to plan as something random happens." This doesn't make. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're we're gonna try and help everyone understand later in this episode, once we get to this edition. We're pretending impact. that we we understand. I just need to find any <laughs> sense in this. Okay. All right. So, um, Ritsuko calls Misato with the information that Unit 13 
is being prepared for reawakening, mm-hmm. to which we get a montage of the crew getting ready and they're tying the ribbons on, which is yeah. uh, like, like the symbol of our promise. So it's Kaji's yeah. memento. Like honoring fallen yeah. people in battle. And, and like one of, the, one of the guys has like one for every comrade that he lost. Yeah. Most of them just have like one to remember Kaji's sacrifice. Yeah. But the other guys take it a step further for themselves. Which we get also the song "Lost in the Memory" playing, which is a beautiful, Ooh. beautiful piece of music. Mm-hmm. All right, you may be wondering, what is even going on with Kaji and the Third Impact? Right, he sacrificed himself, but what are the si- what's the situation? Yeah, I'm gonna explain it. Not the situation of his sacrifice, but just try and make sense of the Third Impact, yeah. which you're not supposed to. Yeah, but which is what I'm gonna do anyway. <laughs> and not find any sense, just yeah. more confusion. Just like little tidbits that add more questions yeah. to right. the ones that already exist. Exactly. Okay, so let's break this down. So in this movie, it's shown that Mark Six and Lilith fuse together in the central dogma, which Kauri refers to as the epicenter of third impact. Mm-hmm. Right. Its role in the third impact isn't totally clear, but it it has a role. Yeah. Okay. It's also mentioned that Rojikaji sacrificed himself to stop Third Impact from ultimately completing. All right, so the whole Third Impact depicted in the movies. The whole Third Impact is not depicted in the movies. Yeah. But there's like a brief scene showing Kaji heading off to stop it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And his broken relay captured VTOL, which is like his jet. Yeah. Is shown on the floor of Central Dogma when Shinji arrives with Kaoru in the third movie. Oh, really? So yeah, it's interesting. I never noticed that. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. What's yeah. going on? All right. So here's what happened. So Seilei did not want an uncontrollable third impact mm-hmm. to happen, which is what Gendo was going for. Yeah. Uh, Gendo could control, but they can't control. That's what. Yeah. That's the thing. They wanted them to yeah. do it. Okay. So, because it wouldn't go according to the plan. So, Sele seems to need to take control of the Third Impact for the Human Instrumentality Project. And this is probably the reason why they turn Mark VI into an autonomous model, which is like their remote control, basically. Their their puppet, yeah. Mm. Uh, So, the plan seems to have failed when the Third Impact was stopped by Kaji, obviously. But most of humanity was still transformed into the, the failures of infinity. So it seemed the fourth impact was the last plan of Sele to purify the souls and complete human instrumentality project, which yeah. is what's happening now. What Sele thinks is happening now. Yeah. So Mari and Asuka mm-hmm. go to Shinji, right? Yeah. In his little holding cell. And Mari covers his eyes and says, guess who? And, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Now, the whole interaction does come up later in the movie, too, which when I watched this movie for the first time, she said that. And I'm like... That's that's not nothing. I think they're going to bring this back. Yeah. And then when they do bring it back, it, like, it, it was about to happen. I'm like, this is where they're doing it. And they did it. I was like, totally called it. <laughs> so it's very obvious that that meant something. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. It was just kind of, like, out of context. Like, not context, but, like, it felt out of place. Yeah. So that's why. Like, yeah. It, it, like, it purposely felt like out of place. Very, like, boom, this is what she's saying. I was like, hmm. Yeah. What's going on? Alright, Asuka asks Shinji, why did I punch the glass, you know, in the third movie, mm-hmm. when they first meet? 
And Shinji says it's because he couldn't make up his mind when you're inside Unit 3. I didn't help you and I didn't kill you because I didn't want the responsibility. Nausicaa says, you did grow up a bit. But since it's the end, I'll tell you that box lunch you made me was pretty tasty. I think I had a crush on you back then. Mm-hmm. But I've grown into, a, a, into an adult ahead of you. And then they leave. Yeah. To which we get a beautiful moment. Just a beautiful moment. Don't say. But Kaoru and Shinji are sitting together. And he kind of says the thing that he said to him before he died. He says, the ties that bind will show you the way. We'll meet again. And Shinji then looks at him. And then we cut back to Shinji in the cell alone. So Kaoru's mm-hmm. no longer sitting by him. He says, you're right, Kaoru. And then he, his face is just like all like, he's okay now. Mm-hmm. And it's really, the scene shows us that Shinji has accepted and dealt with his yeah. trauma. And he's ready. He, he went to a place where he was like, he saw the children. He couldn't even like handle himself. Mm-hmm. He had to. And yeah. then now he's thinking about Kaoru and he's like talking to him in his head. kind of. Yeah. As like yeah. a the phantom this is okay now yeah. um and now that he's dealt with that trauma he's ready to move on to the next which is his father mm-hmm. you know uh we get a fun little sequence of the wonder facing off against a couple of nerve ships mm-hmm. you know quick aerial battle pretty cool uh then they launch new unit two which is like unit two in this newer body but yeah. with like half of it still the old unit too, but because yeah. it's broken, you know what? Yeah. Um. Oh no, because I because I said at the beginning of the movie they get the parts for unit eight. I don't know if I said that, but I I meant I think unit they were two. Gonna, yeah, they, I, I meant unit they two. They were giving stuff for unit two. That's why this is new because it's the parts from a different yeah. Ava. All right. So they fight thousands of mass-produced Avas with like skull faces. Oh yes. And this scene is epic. This scene is very epic. I love like unit eight passing down weapons to unit yeah. two. Also, Unit 8 uses, like, a light whip. It's sick. Yeah. I love it when Ava's, like, fight together and they, like, mm-hmm. work together. It just, like, shows you how, like, like in tune they kind of are with each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's epic. I love it. It's epic. I love, I just, yeah, exactly. Like, I love dual Ava action, mm-hmm. you know? Double Ava action. Yeah. You know? Double rider action, double ultra action. <laughs> it's all. It's always the best. Yeah. When it's multiple true. fight together, you know? It's epic. Okay. I meant to save. This is where it gets confusing for now. Yeah. Now is like, what the heck? Okay. So there's the cavalry base, which is the ground zero of the second impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this weird shape design around it. And Misato says, the gates of hell are open once more. As we see this purple portal thing in the middle of the design. Yeah. Which is the, the ground zero. They're very vivid like colors. I mm-hmm. love these colors. Also says gates of hell as another way of saying the gates of guff. Yeah. Finally, they're open and stuff is happening. Yeah. All right. So there's the ships, like the nerve ships mm-hmm. around it, and they grow wings of light beside the piece of black moon that they drag there. Yeah. Uh, and Misato confirms that they're trying to cause the fourth impact using the same method as the second impact. So they're like the ships... Feel like the yeah. um, the pigeon avas. Yeah, I, I was like I, I was like I can't remember the actual name for the them. Pigeon, the, the mass produced avas. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, uh, the Risco says no, they can't use the ships built to be the guardians of Guff as a trigger. Besides, what's happening to the Black Moon isn't part of the plan. This isn't Sailor's scenario. It's a right we know nothing about. This is the moment they realize they have no idea what's happening. Yeah. 
they like wheelie they, they don't know what's going on they're mm-hmm. like we gotta stop this because we know what they're doing what <laughs> they're like we gotta stop this because we know what's gonna ha- wait what is happening this is not what we thought was gonna happen yeah <laughs> and you you kind of go oh shoot yeah. uh-oh and then the black moon splits into two and mm-hmm. like morphs into like a spear like the spear uh or the lance of longinus yeah or it morphs into the spear that the lance of longinus morphs into in end of eva like the oh, double the double yeah. spear thing that is in space it's epic Right. Uh, but it's cool because even though they're like, what the heck, Misato kind of remains in charge calm. and like calm. Yeah. Well, not calm, but like ready. battle ready, yeah, yeah. you know, not phased or trying not to be phased. Uh, oh, then we get the, the angel sequence with new unit two walking into the, the orange Fanta to the crucified mm-hmm. unit 13. Yeah. That's actually like waiting. Like for a little. Yeah. It's exciting. It's waiting for like a little, because it was waiting for Kaguya. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she tries to stab it, uh, but her AT field activates out of fear of Unit yeah. Thirteen. Uh, she does a thing which is cool. She has backdoor code triple nine, and she takes out the eye patch. Yeah. Which we see why she has an eye patch. So, then it, like a tube thing that resembles like the containment thing from the village. Yeah. Comes out of her eye. And Wheelie discovers readings of the ninth angel. She had angel blood, full injection, and Unit Two turns into an angel, and it's awesome. It is Plays so the music. Awesome. This is the dream. It's it's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. And I love how it it's like. You feel like she's gonna be OP now. Yeah. And then she just gets clapped. By thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. By thirteen, like just, no, that didn't matter that she did that. Yeah. That was epic. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, and then Asuka's original because she's a clone mm-hmm. which I don't know if it was confirmed before or in this movie but she's a clone now mm-hmm. so her original comes to her in the I- entry plug and takes her away mm-hmm. you know dis- she like into the entry plug yep. vanishes and the DSS choker blows up without her mm-hmm. okay then after that scene we go back to the ships with wings and the spear crushes nerve HQ, like the, the, the pyramid thing. Yeah. Uh, Futsuki says that this is the artificial recreation of Lilith, the forced conversion of the black moon to mm-hmm. become spears. Uh, then Gendo levitates down to the surface of the wonder because he descends from above. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very similar setting, like aesthetically, to the place with Gendo and Ritsuko yeah. and Viva when she shoots him, or when, when he shoots her. Only this time, she shoots him. Yeah. Then. He just casually picks up his brains. Yeah. He's also, his goggles are now off, and yeah. his face is like this, like, triangle, triangle, plus sign, cross, cross. I'm cross. going with the cross. It's definitely a cross. Yeah. That's definitely what they're going for. Triangle, plus <laughs> sign, triangle. triangle. Wait. <laughs> I accident. just realized you said triangle. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yes. <laughs> you, you you failed kindergarten class where you have where, so where you have to like distinguish the shapes. <laughs> so mean. You saw a rectangle and said, mm, "That's a circle." You know what? You saw a line across and then you said, mm, "Triangle." <laughs> so mean. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> yeah. All right. So after this, 
after you were so mean to me. Whatever. So <laughs> Gendo, we okay. The the thing that Rojikaji gave Gendo mm-hmm. in the case, the weird chip looking thing with the little human little skeletal key, human skeletal thingy. Yeah, that was the key to Nebuchadnezzar. Gendo used it willingly, abandoning his humanity. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why he has a triangle on his face. Yeah, that's why he has a triangle on his face, because he said he'll slay the gods. He says, bind them with humanity, and through the sacrifice of angels, enable the defecation and the instrumentality of humankind. That's his words. Yeah. It's like, what does that mean? So- something. Um, I don't know. He's dr- drama. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I will I do science, dramatic. sci-fi things. Yeah. And through these sci-fi things, I will achieve my goal. It's like, you know what? You'll be yeah. Yuna. It's all good. <laughs> Okay, so then Unit 13 ascends, holding the two spears of Longinus, and it's epic. Cool, epic. He says, the Iron Army and Chikinami type pilots were prepared specifically for this. Mm-hmm. And then Unit 13 crushes Oscar's entry plug in its mouth, like Unit 2 crushes yeah. Oscar's entry plug in its mouth, too. Both going for Oscar. <laughs> because he was trying to start. Yeah. I just realized yeah, wait a sec. the connection. Other than just Did like a callback to wait. how it's how it looked. Did that Oscar... In the entry plug. Did that one die? Maybe. It's very possible. For all we know. Because... Because she's a pawn. I was always like, how did... How how did she survive that? That was not survivable. They they, they took her you body know? and put her in that, like, chamber thing. Yeah. At the end of 2.0. Yeah. But, like, for all we know, she could be a, a new clone. Yeah. In 3.0. Yeah. So it's interesting. Interesting thing about... Yeah. Okay, so Unit 13 turns white. And those circle designs from, like, the end of Ava, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pattern, whatever. Pattern thing? Yep. Appears, like, behind it. And then, like, the spear enters into the gates of Guff. It's epic. And then it explodes with a wave of purple things. Purple things? Yep. <laughs> and it's revealed... Can a more <laughs> better term? Not purple things. They're purple things. Yeah. But well, because you can't really tell what they are at first, right? Because they're just—it's a wave of purple, and then it's revealed that it's humanity. Humanity. No, all of ancient life of this planet is being commoditized. All sounds are converted to cores and merged with the Ava Infinities. Mm-hmm. Is this the start of the fourth impact? Mitsuko says. Mitsuko says, yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually mo- write down who said it, so I think it's Mitsuko. It sounds like something she would say. Yeah. Where she says something dramatic and then asks the question. Yeah. Alright. Gendo says, correct. The second impact purified the oceans. The third purified the earth. The fourth shall purify the souls. The cores that form the Aven Infinities are the materializations of souls. We'll cast aside our vessel, the seeds of man, and our collective intelligence will be guided to unsullied paradise in this final rite. It's all, it's all dramatic. Mm. In exchange for bribery about the second impact, your father, Dr. Kazumagi, proved the validity of his proposal, mm. the Human Instrumentality Project. So Ritsuko's father actually discovered this oh. proposal and like had studied it. It was like, this is possible. Mm-hmm. We can achieve this. Um, and then having tasted the fruit of knowledge, only two paths on Winkimati, because now having tasted the fruit of knowledge, like mm. having... Which is about a biblical reference. Yeah, the but also tree like, of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Now he's saying, once we discovered that this is possible, we only had two options. Because we can't just forget about this being possible. We yeah. have to move forward with this information. 
One option is be exterminated by the angels that have been given the fruit of life or exterminate the angels and rob them of their seats before God. Mm-hmm. All right, we must choose one of these two fates. That's what he says. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Nerves, nerves, uh, nerve was the product of Sele's choosing the latter, right? They chose to resist. Yeah. So a feeble resistance against the gods by employed by employing the powers of atoms. Nevertheless, a worthwhile cause to pursue. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's all his his thoughts on the situation. If you want to know, uh, we'll have to get into another podcast and then we can talk about this <laughs> in more detail in the future. <laughs> uh, just give him a ki- quick call up. Yeah. So, and then Shinji shows up and pleads for Gendo to stop, to which Gendo says, forget you, and then he goes and gets eaten by 13. <laughs> Tasty. Yeah, which isn't the first time Gendo's been eaten by an Ava. He likes to be eaten. Or the first time that Gendo's eaten an Ava. Oh, yeah, uh, well, he didn't eat an Ava, he ate Adam. Yeah, but he still ate it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like a, like a noodle. <laughs> like a noodle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the that would have been really funny if Unit 13 went and ate Gendo. It went. That would have been hilarious, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the wave of souls <laughs> crashing against the village barrier. Mm. Don't know where I was going with that. Okay, <laughs> that, that was forget a, that. That was a, good that was a terrible note. Okay, <laughs> Unit 8 goes berserk and sorry, just such a <laughs> stupid note. <laughs> Unit 8 goes berserk and steals pieces of other Avas. Which is awesome. Like a that is awesome. Just like the arms and the necks. It's epic. So, what you're saying is there's a theme of Ava's slurping things. Because it, it ate Gendo, and now Unit 8 is slurping up different Ava's and using that as a power source. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Okay, so <laughs> uh, Shinji says that he wants to take the burden off his father when. Right, his father. Uh, Misato says, It's okay, Shinji. Had you not piloted Ava, you know, one, 14 years ago, we would have already been exterminated. That's why I'm grateful to you, even if the near-third impact happened as a consequence. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, there were changes to the story, right? Like This is, like, from a writing perspective. Yeah. There were changes to the story throughout, you know, the first two movies. But it was all following the same roadmap, yeah. right, as the series. Like, they were still going from this point to this point. Point A to point B. And would have ended with, you know, end of Eva again. Mm-hmm. But when Shinji awakened Unit 1 to start the near-third impact too early... Like really early. The story completely then, yeah. changed into a new one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, if he didn't, the, it was still would have ended up the same with humanity dying. Yeah. But because he, he did it too early, even though there were major consequences... Mm-hmm. The story, ended up being the story went into a new yeah. direction where humanity's still alive to this point. Mm-hmm. All right. Then it, we get a beautiful moment with Shinji and Misato. You know? Shinji mm-hmm. says he talked to Kaji, her son, mm-hmm. and he's doing well. She's got follow up. That's good to hear. All right. So our last interaction between the two, Misato and Shinji, mm-hmm. is, is a beautiful moment. Yeah. And it's like very because they were roomies pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. And they are kind of very, very close together in a, a more personal sense. Yeah. And and uh, their last lines together is Shinji says "itakimasu," and then she says "itarashai," mm-hmm. right? Which is like 
a more formal, not formal, a more meaningful way of saying, yeah. like, good I'm going now and good luck. Yeah. But it's, it's there's more meaning behind the yeah. Japanese words of those. Because it's like, it's like, good luck and I send my, like, regards, kind of. Yeah. Like, more of a, yeah. more of like a from the heart kind of thing. Yeah. So it's be it's be it's beautiful that that was the last time that they saw each other like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, new unit eight, new unit eight. We get unit eight. That it overlaps with like the vessels of Adam mm-hmm. and some other you know nonsensical sci-fi stuff because like overlaps with the vessels of Adam. What does that mean? I don't know. This does cool things. Do it. <laughs> so so now it's able to navigate through the negative universe just because you know they need it to yeah. navigate through the negative universe. So that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Which is the place Gendo went through through the portal. So it, it's it's very cool because it starts off looking like we're talking about the art of the negative universe here. Yeah, it's it's like how do I describe it? The negative universe, like how it starts off. It's like a like a dirty yeah. canvas kind of look. Yeah, like a, a plain dirty canvas with like watercolor and like yeah. hazy hazy clouds and stuff. Yeah, all floating around and like very abstract. Yeah, very very cool. So, Mari urges Shinji to, like, save Asuka, you know, because mm-hmm. there's the chance that her soul is still alive in Unit 13 somewhere. Yeah. And before Shinji leaves, she says, I'll come for you no matter where you are. Boom, connected back to what she said at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Shinji says, Shinji thanks her and agrees to this. Mm-hmm. And then Shinji enters Unit 1 to find Ayanami's soul piloting it. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be the original Ayanami too. Yeah. So that's cool. And he says, I'll take over. And she thanks him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you like to talk about this hype moment? Because we get, we get a hype moment. Do you know hype moment I'm talking about? After this? As the music kicks in. And the unit one awakens. Again. And it grows its oh, limbs back. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it looks so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. And it grows the limbs with like the... Yeah. The light and then the it light and then bursts it like into like its it's like robo mecha form armor yeah armor stuff super hype and then it chokes Gendo oh unit 13 yeah and then yeah like Gendo and moves. how this the choking like looks like the scene from when uh, he's fighting like Toji's robot yeah and getting choked yeah it's like the same kind of framing and yeah, yeah I think that's really cool oh it's epic. And then Ritsuko, who said that his sync rate was zero, so he couldn't pilot anymore. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, or in, in a different movie, I don't know. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was in Re Porno. But yeah. Anyway, she says, <laughs> "Could it be that Shinji's synchronization rate wasn't zero, but the closest value to zero? Yes, the sync rate is infinite. Mm-hmm. Like boom, there you go. Boom, epic. He's OP. Yeah. To which Shinji grabs one of the spears of Longinus that because you know thirteen has two. Mm-hmm. And it morphs into the, the Spear of Cassius, which is the Spear of Hope. And Longinus is the Spear of Despair. Yeah. And Unit 13 embodies despair, and Unit 1 embodies hope. Hope. Yeah. hope and despair. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's like the two endings. Yeah. Basi- hope and despair. Yeah, hope and despair. Yeah. End of it is despair, and this is hope, which yeah. we will get to. It's awesome. All right. So the fourth impact was basically Sele's last-ditch effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, but using the Black Moon to create a new spear to use so so Gendo what he did was he used the black moon to create a new spear 
so that he could use for the fourth impact, which is what Sailor wanted. Mm-hmm. And by this, he was reserving the other two spears until the very end to do his own thing after the yeah. black mirror had been used up to realize one single wish, which is the additional impact mm-hmm. that will reunite Gendo with Yui. Yeah. Okay. It's also the Golgotha object. Oh, yeah. And that's the... Um, I think that's the name of the hill that Jesus was crucified on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another little religious thing. Yep. It's cool. Little religious thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it not really important to the story. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a long spear looking thing with like a cross at the end of it. And then just before like the top of mm-hmm. the cross, four more crosses like jet out of the sides to yeah. like kind of like form like an X of crosses or like plus sign, whatever you want. Yeah. And then Gendo says that beings who are not human left behind in this place six spears, the atoms and the world of the gods. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get close to the object and it's like its surface is covered in like thousands of like little white squares with like what looks like black maze designs. Mm-hmm. And Gendo says, my wife, your mother was here as well. This is the promised land, the place where everything started. These are things man cannot change except here. This is the one and only place even fate may be bent to one's will. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Thought I needed to do something so I'm sorry. No. no it's okay. I, I <laughs> okay. So then they fall onto the surface and change gas waking up in the hospital. To which then Yendo says that this is like a world that the negative universe like creates in their minds yeah. like in the LCO of yeah. the 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 Avis mm. and from it's like the human mind can't comprehend the negative universe so it like bends yeah. to a form that can be understood yeah uh, so like their memories and stuff yeah it's, it's very cool and from this we get like a crap ton of references to other the history of Evangelion, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's... Like, important it, places to the show, mostly. Yeah. yeah. And it keeps, like, cutting, like, very abruptly mm-hmm. to different locations and different times of day. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. Yeah, very cool. And uh, important locations, too. Like Kaji's melon farm. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that as a joke. That's a very important... Yeah, it is. ...imagery. And, like, the, the like the water pipe in his farm, specifically. Mm-hmm. Because it's been in Cause it all these gives other things. His melons. It's true, true. But no, like, legitimately, yeah, yeah, like, no, legitimately. we keep seeing the image of that water pipe yeah. in the different states of the field and world mm-hmm. around it, which is very cool. Yeah. There's also a very cool fight scene. Oh, I love this fight scene so much, and I love how um, it's like they did the CG, so in this like, it feels like a set, yeah. because it feels like intentionally, yeah, intentionally, like really really well because they like they fight and he falls into the backdrop and the city's moving around and then he like falls out of the scene and it yeah i love I yeah loved like it. i loved it so much it's beautiful like when they push him the mm-hmm. into a building the building yeah. won't, won't like break it like but it, it looks over. like a set piece that like falls over yeah. or like moves off to the yeah. side and um when unit 13 throws unit one out of into the sky mm-hmm. he, he, he like hits the curtain and falls yep offset and you see like like the little stage that was built up for the city yeah. and which is, and is one thing to do for like something live action to have 
about because I've watched live action stuff before where they like pan out and it's like oh this is a this is actually just like a stage scene but to mm. do it in like an anime is really like yeah, re- it, it feels very different it, yeah it's really cool yeah yeah I agree and their movements yeah their movements are very tokusatsu yeah they're inspired. not they're not supposed to be crazy anime mm-hmm. fight scenes like I don't think I need to describe what I'm talking about when I say mm-hmm. that yeah, I've I've heard a, I've heard a lot of people complain about this scene because they're like, "Oh my gosh, why CG? Why did you make it look like this? It doesn't look like the rest of the movie." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Like they move like dudes in suits is the yeah. thing. Their movements all feel like yeah, mm-hmm. that could be done on camera. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I love it so much. And then how abruptly it switches back to the normal yeah, anime the, yeah. style of it. It's very epic. Also, there's like a, a bunch of shots of, you know, one and thirteen like facing off against each other, mm-hmm. and then jumping at each other in their AT fields, yeah. clashing, with like the same movements, and it like keeps cutting from like that action mm-hmm. in one location, and then another location like Misato's apartment, you know, the yeah. classroom, the melon fields, all that stuff. Ray's room. Yeah. yeah. And it's all like, and then Shinji notices that their moves are the same, mm-hmm. and they're a very incredibly edited and like trippy abstract sequence we got like images of like the two avas like morphing together yeah and separating and like looks like it some of them have been like lights shine it's so smooth oh it's it's awesome i wonder how many frames per second that animation was because that was a lot the smoothest thing i've ever seen yeah it was it's incredible it was deliciousness for my eyes oh yeah (laughs) Uh, i want to talk about some more end of Ava and whatnot references because this part here is it feels so what's the word because Shinji starts getting like the crap beat out of out of him mm-hmm. now and it it's like just the music and the framing and just everything that's happening it's like you're starting to feel like a sense of dread or like worry for what's happening right now yeah so they fight in like the waterfront in, in the water in front of the the N109 tower yeah and then 13, like, pushes one pushes one into the tower and he falls down. So unit one, like, lies on its side with only half of its body and head, like, showing mm-hmm. uh, behind the ruins. And then this fades into Shinji lying on his side, like, Shinji, not unit one. Yeah. With, like, in the same position mm-hmm. behind the piano room in 3.0, which is, this is the way his face is and everything. It's, like, the yeah. end of Ava reference. Yeah. And then they, they realize that the powers are meaningless. And violence and fear are not the criteria upon which a conflict can be resolved. Yeah. So Gendo says, to which Shinji says, I want to talk to you, father. And then we get more of, like, Gendo's story and his motivations yeah. and stuff. Ritsuko, like, back in the window, Ritsuko says um, that Ikari, Commander Ikari will exhaust the last two spears mm-hmm. at the very end. And once all spears are gone, Shinji won't be able to stop the initiation, the, the additional impact. Yeah. So Misato says, well, we'll make a new spear and deliver it to him. While the ship was hijacked and reverted to blue. Oh, I write this. This is a stupid to, note. To blue. No, don't worry. This is a stupid <laughs> note. We the said this last sh- time. The, the ship was reverted to audio. blue. I said it and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It was reverted to but blue. But I think. <laughs> Just blue. Nothing else. Blue. Oh. <laughs> what I'm saying this is is this a case of me not ending a quotation mark? Mm-hmm. She says we'll make a new spear and deliver it to him. All right. Meanwhile, the ship is being like hijacked and like 
the the blue stuff is like taking yeah. over it you know that not reverted it's to not blue turning like, to okay. blue <laughs> this the ships then use like the black moon as raw yeah. material to create unknown spears so there must be a way that the ship can create a new spear you know that's what that's what yeah. he says when human will imbues with wonder it could work another miracle i believe in Ritsuko's intelligence and the power of relay and wonder mm-hmm. all right then Risco's like, well, we only have data samples from a month ago. And Sato's like, it's all good. We'll just do it. Yeah. We'll use the spinal linkage system of the Wunder. And they just do all, they do all the stuff and they make a new spirit separate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so, Gendo. Gendo. So he shows Shinji a black luth on the cross. And it's like, whoa. You know, like this is <laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> Take that out. So, <laughs> whoa. So Gendo shows Shinji like the black luth, you know, on on the the red cross. And Gendo says, "Your memory leads you to see it as such. This is Evangelion imaginary." All right, Doctor Kataragi predicted the existence of this Eva, mm-hmm. an Eva that is imaginary and fictional. Okay, so only humanity, with its ability to believe equally in both fantasy and reality can perceive it mm-hmm. so then the, the spears morph and spin and it stabs it like it wants to happen yeah uh so the spears of despair and hope become each other's sacrifice and trigger the imaginary and reality blend together and everything becomes homogenized information and thus begins the additional impact mm-hmm. the process that rewrites not only our cognition but the entire world as well. All right. Okay, this is when we get a song called What If. Uh, it's a beautiful piece of music by Ashiro yeah. Sensu. And, uh, yeah, give it a listen. It's a nice guitar. You know, yeah. <laughs> give this whole movie soundtrack a listen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. But as this happens, the Loth turns white mm-hmm. and it s- stretches its hand off the nail that's holding its hand in. Mm-hmm. You know, splashes. Like the same, same shots yeah. from in from end of Eva, yeah. A- you know, Eva, yeah. splashes into the Tantar. It sprays everywhere. Okay, so then, this is the when interesting stuff happens. So the mask on Luth, because Luth wears a mask, obviously. Yeah. You know that. It so when it moves above the ground, which is where the wonder and everything's fighting. Yeah. The uh, like portal thing. Yeah, it turns its face to the camera. With and the mask slides off and reveals a giant ray head, mm. right? Only it's not like an anime head; it's like, like they're going for like realism yeah. with CGI. It kind of looks like a like a game. Yeah, looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. looks like game graphics kind of. But like really good game graphics. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's you know it's got that realistic eye and whatnot, yeah. and nose and all that, all mm-hmm. that, all that goodness. <laughs> nose goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then something explodes, but I honestly don't know what explodes. Something. Something explodes. I something. need to watch it again, but like, it it's this, and then there's an explosion, and I'm like, didn't show what was it before the explosion, so something just explodes. Yeah. Might have been the portal. Something somewhere. I don't know. Anyway. Then shiny dots come floating out. Souls, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Souls, probably. Probably. Uh, because... Oh, are those the souls from, like, because I know the instrumentality project, like, kind of started, but then it stopped. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then, like, the failures in Infinity floating in the sky, 
They are swarmed with like lights that grow into green crosses of light and then turn to like CG headless white female bodies. Maybe Ray, because the big one's Ray. So yeah. Probably. That's just my assumption. Little rays. Little rays. Yeah. <laughs> Little rays of light. Little rays. <laughs> uh, and then they like all walk in a row like an army or something on the red ground. Yeah. And they're just they're countless. And then they're all flying like a school of fish around the big ray head, and it's like, yeah, this is this is Ava. Yeah. Yep. You were confused by end of Ava. <laughs> then you're gonna have fun with this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also, Mari goes to see Fiutsuki, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, humans. Humans also drown, clinging onto the disease known as hope. You know. Mm-hmm. I believe that both Ikari and I have clung onto that disease for far too long. Yeah. He also calls Mari Mary Illustrious. No. Iscariot. Oh yeah. Mary Iscariot. Which is Judas's last name. Iscariot. Yeah. So more Bible so stuff. She's Judas. Yep. We all hate Mari now. <laughs> yeah. So the Mari <laughs> says Gendo wants to fulfill his wish by being the focal point of human instrumentality. I can sympathize with you. With how you want to help him, or actually mm-hmm. how your wish overlaps with his. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'd rather not. You drag the whole of humanity down with you, you know? Yeah. It's like, yep. Yep. I get it. And then, you know, Fiuski explodes into Fanta. Yep. And uh, the end of him. Then we also get more weird stuff with white bodies holding hands together and, you know, floating in circular shapes above the ones that are covered in, you know, the ground. And then <laughs> head, the head of the giant ray is behind them all. And it's just like. Vibing. He's vibing. Yeah. <laughs> also, Misada then evacuates the crew. Mm-hmm. And they're like, our job now is to survive. Yep. yep. That's that's what we gotta do. Okay. Then the path. A beautiful piece of music again. Starts playing. And it's it's fantastically beautiful. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. So Misato alone, because everyone else is evac- evacuated, lets down her hair, you know, sit like classic Misato. Yeah very cheerworthy moment and then she launches the engines to crash into the cg ray yeah to deliver the spear mm-hmm. to shinji yep uh also just like in end of eva the giant ray has like wings grow out of it mm-hmm. so that was that was an interesting thing that happened yeah <laughs> and uh I think it was in End of Ava, right, when Unit 1 broke through the ray. It was, like, through the eye, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then with this one, um, Misato, like, breaks through the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To give the spear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gendo then says, I chose a world... Or no, Shinji says, "Father, what do you wish for?" And mm-hmm. then we're overloaded with a bu- not overloaded, but like yeah, like a, we get a bunch <laughs> of visuals and dialogue from them explaining mm-hmm. all what's going on. Gendo says, "Like I chose a world that you refused, a world where there are no AT fields, where humanity shares one heart and mind equally. There are no barriers between individuals, no rich, no poor, mm-hmm. no discrimination, no wars, no abuse, no pain, more sorrow, no pain or sorrow." No pain, more sorrow. <laughs> a world for only pure, unsoiled souls, and it is a restful world where I can be with Yui once more. Mm-hmm. 
And so while he's saying this, Ghetto's like laying down, holding his arm, like an end of Ava before he dies. Yeah. Yeah. So very interesting. Uh, Shinji says, I want to learn about you. I stayed away from you even when I was lonely because I was scared to find out if you liked me or not. But now I want to know. So they're in like a dark purple space here. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And there are shots of like Shinji. There's a shot of Shinji confidently walking towards Gendo mm-hmm. with his stepping sound effects, making Shinji seem like very grown up and like almost intimidating to Gendo. Yeah. Like how quickly he's walking. And then, yeah. Gendo's AT field activates and he's like, why I'm scared of Shinji? Is that what's happening? Uh, Shinji hands Gendo the music player and says, this wasn't something to get rid of. It was something to be returned to you, father. Then they're on a train. And uh, throughout all of this, there's like, it's integrated with shots of the music player like clicking, Mm -hmm. like turning on or fast forward or whatever. Yeah. And then like a, a scene, a quick scene with like dialogue and visuals, and then it mm-hmm. clicks, and then dialogue and visuals, and it clicks yeah. until th- it ends with that. But Shinji says, So you were just like me, and Geno's like, Yeah, I used headphones. They cut me off from the outside world. They protected me from the noise of others, helped me find indifference. But when I met Yui, I no longer needed them. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of like really cool sketches as well throughout this. Yeah. Yeah. Like s- rough sketches. Yeah. Yeah. And like black and white of like Gendo and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then there's Yui saying what the name of the baby and Shinji if it's boy and Ray if it's girl kind of thing. Yeah. That again, we see, we, we hear that again. It's pretty interesting. Alright, here's, here's something Gendo says. He says, I never knew my parents loved and yet I became a parent. There's no question this world is unstable, imperfect, and irrational. It's a world where things break down if you take what people say at face value. People say different things at different times. Which is the truth? What am I supposed to go along with? Maybe both were the truth to them. The difference was due to what was going through their minds at the time. And that's just more of yeah. Ano writing yeah. philosophical things. And it really shows some insight into Gendo because he was like, I never knew my parents love. And then that obviously you're in influenced by your parents you know and so he not knowing how to be a person really then that like spurred on his life and like how he treated his son and everything exactly yeah and then Gendo also says my existence would be seamlessly translated into sounds I liked the system I liked being alone neither I nor anyone else would be hurt that way alone I could be at ease but after encountering Yui, I learned that living could be an enjoyable experience. Yui alone accepted me for who I was. After I lost her, I was afraid I could not live alone anymore. Mm-hmm. For the first time, I felt the anguish of loneliness. And out of this and desire and desperation, Gendo creates countless attempts in LCL. Like with LCL to like rec- recreate Yui. Yeah. And all that stuff. And then after all the stuff happens with Gendo and Shinji. Mm-hmm. Now there's the spear of Cassius Hope and the spear of Logical Despair. Alright, but this is what it says. After even ev- but even after losing those two spears, the will to return the world to how things were created the spear of Gaius. No, the Wheelie Spear, armed with knowledge and willpower and willpower. Humanity has made it this far, even without divine help. Miss mm-hmm. Yui, Mari says. Yeah. Always interesting. 
hear what Anna was saying mm-hmm. about things. Um, yeah. They give the spear to Shinji. Mm-hmm. And Gendo says, it seems a new spear will arrive before I could be reunited with Yui. How regrettable. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's just, oh darn. Yeah. <laughs> and like when they gave this sheer to Spenzi. The sheer to Spenzi. When they gave the spear to Shinji. Um, Mm-hmm. Misato says, as your mother, this was the only thing I could do for you. I'm sorry, Ryoji. Mm-hmm. And then she explodes against the Ava Imaginary yeah. and dies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Alright, so Gino says you can heed what others think and accept their deaths. You've grown into an adult Shinji. Until the very end, I wasn't sure if Shinji was needed to rebuild Yui. Fulfilling a wish entails a sacrifice. I thought a child mm-hmm. was punishment upon myself, not me and my child, not being there for him. I thought that would be redemption. I thought that would be best for him. And then, you know, Gendo. The shots of Gendo leaving Shinji at the train station. Mm-hmm. But before he does, he remembers Yui holding Shinji. Baby yeah. Shinji. And then he runs back and hugs Shinji. Says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then back on the train, Gendo says, Gendo looks at Shinji and says, I see, so that's where you were, Yui. And then there's a frame of Yui smiling, then a shot of the music player now shining off. Yeah. Gendo holds it in his hands as he stands outside the train doors, and they shut, and the train moves on, leaving Gendo behind. Mm-hmm. Thus ends that kind of section. And now mm-hmm. we move on to how the story is now wrapping up. So Shinji's now, Shinji worked through his trauma involving Kaoru mm-hmm. and like all that he's done. And now he worked through his trauma with his father. Yeah. And now he's like, he's okay now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's happening here is Kaoru now sits on the train and says, uh, he's like, well, Gendo was at the center of the circle, the core of human instrumentality. I'll take over now, so what do you wish for? And Shinji says, I'm fine. I think I can handle pain and heartbreak. I'm more worried about saving Asuka and the others. Mm-hmm. So Kaoru hits the piano keys, you know, 3.0 kind of thing. Yeah. Says, I see, you were able to stand up in the real world, not just the imaginary world. And there's more of that, you know, anti-escapism themes mm-hmm. coming back. Not as aggressive as End of Eva. Yeah. More of a, End of Eva was like, you all suck. Yeah. And this is more of a, you can't be bitter, guys. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, we can get, get we can get through this. Yeah. Um, so, and the, then the thing about all this next stuff is, in the, at the end of the TV show, mm-hmm. basically what's happening is, Shinji's friends are giving him therapy. Yeah. And now in this one, it's basically Shinji's giving his friends therapy. Yeah. And that kind of just shows how much he's grown. And it, it's just, it's so beautiful seeing Shinji this content. Yeah. And, like, mentally okay after all of Everything the Everything that's happening to life. Yeah. Okay. So, Asuka. We, we get a little bit more about her origin. And she says, I don't know daddy and mommy isn't around. That's why I don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. So there's a shot of a slightly younger Asuka sitting down angry, you know. And a shot of a notice from Nerve 
that reads as such because it's very quick so you probably don't know what it says it's like a, l- a little no it's like a paper mm-hmm. uh, a mail letter that she got yeah. this is what it says candidate has failed to meet established performances performance requirements thorough assessment of subjects condition and circumstances has concluded any probability of recovery and or regaining prerequisites to be minimal research resources have been relocated that the decision is final basically she's not been accepted or whatever mm. i think it's it's yeah and she's upset yeah she says that's why she keeps training and fighting to make herself strong so that she doesn't need anyone so she, she calls us so praise me recognize me give me a place where i can be i actually am lonely mm. then a young oscar you know over in a parking lot and sees a very young shinji jump out of a shaved gendo's arms and enter yui's now the reason i i emphasize shave gendo is because we're talking about the shave impact okay <laughs> a a razor ad and evangelion crossover <laughs> where gendo shaves and it's the shave impact yeah <laughs> uh anyway back to the sadness of oscar because i just want someone to pat me on the head young oscar cries in a forest you know her doll the the red one but like the size of a person so yeah. like looks like a mascot sits down beside her and rubs her head and then it removes the head mask like a mascot <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's not it's not creepy. it removes it, it, removes it, it, it takes off the mask of yeah. the mascot okay and it's it's grown up Kent's gates it's, it's okay you are who you are and that's fine mm-hmm. and uh yeah because Kensuke in the village, he's basically the one, only one who gave her a second chance to just let her be. Yeah. So it's it's beautiful. And then she wakes up on the beach from End of Evangelion, and looks over to see Shinji sitting, looking at her. But this time he's smiling, not. Mm-hmm. Playing checkers. Yeah. And he's, he says, "Thanks for saying you liked me. I liked you too." And then she gets a goodbye, and Shinji brings her back into the entry plug, and mm-hmm. it ejects, and uh. She will go on to be her own person now. Yeah. Goodbye, Oscar. All right. So then Kaoru says, guess she's gone. Won't you be lonely? Shinji says, no. Uh, now I'll be fine. It's your turn, Kaoru. Mm-hmm. All right. Then it's it's beautiful. Shinji and Kaoru at, you know, the place from episode 24. Mm-hmm. I remember now. We've met here many times before. Yeah. Our names are listed. And then Kaoru says, our names are listed in the book of life. We'll keep on meeting each other. I'm you. I'm just like you. That's why I was attracted to you. I wanted to give you happiness. To which this confirms people's suspicions. Yeah. Because in the show, it's never actually said what the deal is. It's not. Yeah. And it's the thing has been yeah. debated yeah. whether they were just, he was just trying to get close to him, just being bros yeah. or like what was actually going on. But because it's never actually been explicitly stated. Yeah. Kaoru's position towards Shinji. Yeah. Until this movie. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a shot of them watching the stars from 3.0 and he says you're not going to cry and she just says crying is just a relief for yourself me crying won't save anyone that's why mm-hmm. I won't cry anymore uh, and then she's like yeah I think I'm going to have to get rid of your Ava too though and Kara says right you're casting aside the Evas I'm sorry I misunderstood your happiness mm-hmm. and then Kaji to Kaoru because you know the cutting scenes yeah. cut, cut, cut. It's, it's very well edited says that wasn't that it wasn't Shinji's happiness that you wanted you wanted his happiness to make you happiness to make you happy <laughs> to make, <laughs> to you, make happiness. you happy he wanted you wanted his happiness to make you happy yep and then Kaori says the only thing that can end my existence is vacuum decay 
That's why I have to repeatedly play a role in this predestined circular narrative for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. Then we get rapid cuts back and forth, you know, of Kaoru and, the, like, the line of coffins. Yeah. On either side of them to show that this is repeated countless times. Yeah. And this is, like, this is all confirming uh, yeah. that Ava is a repeat, a repeating story. Yeah. In this manner that, like, the show and this movie is, are connected. Yeah. Uh, then little Shinji holds out his hand to Kaoru and says, it's what you do to bond. And mm. says, That's such a sweet scene. Yeah. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the scene with, like, the Book of Life and uh, Kaoru wearing Gendo's uniform yeah. in his office. And he's like, I'll take over now. And Kaoru's like, actually, why don't you retire and... Uh, live your life. Live your life with me working those melon fields. Yeah. <laughs> with me and Misato. And he's like, well, that'd be nice. Yeah. And then, transitioning out of it, it's a, like a hangar door mm-hmm. that closes the, sh- the scene. Yeah. Like a, like a Star Wars transition kind of thing where it like wipes yeah. it away, but it's a hangar door wiping it away. Yeah. To which then, we get Shinji in a warehouse. That's a studio for a movie set, like a, a film studio. Yeah. And Shinji saves Ayanami for last. And then we get him and Ayanami like kind of like staring down each other. Mm-hmm. Staring down. They're just on either sides of the bay door. Stand off. And then there's the Evangelion end of Evangelion clip, you know, with all the more images and whatnot. And followed by every episode title, followed by each movie title. You know, so it's like, boom, this is. This and is it, this is, is telling you that these these the show is directly connected with these movies. Yeah. What started as remakes mm-hmm. have now revealed themselves to be rebuilds. Yeah, rebuilt sequels. Yeah. yeah. As Shinji says, it chose a world without Evangelions, not by rewinding time or reverting the world, but by rewriting the existence of this one into one that doesn't have Evangelions. Mm-hmm. Ray dubs this process the birth of a new world, Neon Genesis. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, you know. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> uh, to which we get a song called Voyager. It's a good, good song. It's a good song. And then in the Red Sea, Shinji's about to stab himself in Unit One, right? To with the spear to oh, sacrifice yeah. himself to recreate this world. And then Yui pushes him away to do it herself. Mm-hmm. You know, Shinji floats to the surface, looking at his mother, like an end of Eva. Yeah. And then Unit One and Unit Thirteen. You know, harboring souls of Yui and Gendo. Yeah. Pierce themselves with the Spear of Guys, destroying themselves and, and all the of the... Avas. Yeah, and all the other uh, Avas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, the Evangelion Imaginary, you know, retracts his wings and its head explodes mm-hmm. into a horde of white failure to infinity, which slowly crumble and transform back into humans. Mm-hmm. And they're all falling from the sky. And there's one holding a pig. <laughs> no, there's one holding a cat, and then there's also a pig. And then... There's one holding a sheep or something. Or is there also a sheep? I don't know. Maybe it's just I, r- I remember seeing a sheep. There's one holding a cat and it's very cute. Yeah, they're cute. Cute cat. Yeah. Then from this. <laughs> and at this, uh, Shinji says goodbye, all Evangelions. Mm-hmm. All right. Then this is kind of the ending here. So Mari comes to see Shinji at the end, yeah. right, in Unit 8, and she's standing on its shoulder, which mm-hmm. I never noticed before, but it's very cool. Yeah. And then she... So... The way they visualize deconstructing the world and mm-hmm. rebuilding it, because that's what's happening now, yeah. is so cool. So, destructing the world is shown by, like, deconstructing the animation. Yeah. 
and then it advances a couple steps and then when Mari hits the water the new world is created and it's like full mm-hmm. normal anime and color is back but not only is this is like visualizing deconstruction and rebuilding mm-hmm. but it's also kind of a callback to like the end of the show yeah, yeah. where How it's like it just him mm-hmm. in like the you know funeral scene yeah yep also the water is blue now not red Everything's yeah. back to normal. Then there's the repeated shot of Shinji gasping and a hard cut to another shot. And it's actually adult Shinji gasping now. Mm-hmm. At the Who's also Taki. From oh, yeah, that's true. From uh, yeah. <laughs> your name. Your name. Which is fun because Taki Tachibana is his name, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <And it's laughs> which is just two characters from Kamen from Rider. From Kamen Rider, it's yeah. awesome. Anyway, that's a your name thing, but we yeah. didn't ever talk about that. Yeah, because I didn't episode. know that. We didn't know that when we recorded that episode. Yeah. But that's super fun. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know that. Yeah. We'll I, yeah. It's all good. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. So now, in a world without trauma, Evangelion, in a world without the trauma that Evangelion's cause, there's maybe another Kaoru has awakened, or it's just the old mm-hmm. one. Who knows? But Ray's there too at the train station, and they're all like yeah. off on the other side of the track. Alright, then we get the same interaction with Mari and Shinji. You know, guess who, you know, is Taki. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Except this time, Shinji's got game, man. You know? He's got the riz. He's got the riz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she removes the DSS choker, and the two of them run off, holding hands together. It's beautiful. Yeah. As this happening, One Last Kiss starts playing. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. Just an incredible piece of music. Uh, and then... We pan over the train station and have like a drone shot of Ube, Ano's hometown, mm-hmm. that exists now in a normal world without Evangelions. There you go. Cut to credits. Beautiful movie. If <sighs> you leave during the credits of this movie, you yeah, are what's evil. Yeah, like what the heck? How could you do this? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, we you went leave. to the theater and there were people that leave really and we were just so confused. I know, like I can't do I, anything yeah. besides stay quiet and focus on what's happening. Yeah. To every time I watch this movie. So, now to the multiple timeline thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's been confirmed that this is a multiple timeline. Yeah. But, like, does the manga fit into this? Because I've heard some people say yeah. that it could be, like, the first timeline, you know? Yeah. The manga would, like, with Kaori, would make sense to be the first mm-hmm. one. Because he's, like, just getting to know Shinji, kind of. And then in the show, he's, like known Shinji and so that's yeah, why he's he already so has blunt. this infatuation yeah, with him. Yeah, that's why he's so blunt about everything. Yeah. Yeah. But it also if we just ignore the end of the manga then it would make sense. Yeah, but <laughs> because like the epilogue is uh, there's no way that it can be the first timeline if that's what happens. Yeah. But like you could say the first timeline is, is the start of it to the end of Evan, end of Evangelion which is what the manga does. Yeah. But just forget about the epilogue. It doesn't this this yeah. the epilogue yeah. could be one of those things like the slice of life yeah. Part in the last one, like this is a possible timeline that could happen mm-hmm. without Evangelion's harm in the world anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's very interesting. But whatever the beginning of the timeline is, Thrice Upon a Time is definitely the end. Yep. Yep. Also, something about the timeline theory and time travel things is Mari what's going on that because yeah. so at the end of the manga 
people say that now maybe Amari is a time traveler, right? Because she's mm. like in young Gendo and young Yui's, Yui's. Well, relatively young. They're in college. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, at the time of the manga's release, that was the rebuilds had already started to come out. Yeah. And that was like a just a fun Easter egg. Yeah. That, um, Sadamoto wanted to put it in. Mm. But then now, with Mari in this movie, mm-hmm. first amount of time, talking to Fusuki like they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. And like, see why like she has extensive knowledge on what's happening. Yeah. It's like it's like she could possibly what actually is happening now. Be a time traveler. Yeah. Or yeah. Or or she just re- retains her memories from previous timelines. Like probably. Yeah. But then that wouldn't explain why she was there in the time with Gendo and Yui. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. At first, when I read that, I thought that it was, like, the Ava curse. But then I was like, they haven't made the Avas yet, so how could she... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, speaking of Mari, mm-hmm. uh, I actually want to do something in defense of Mari, because a lot of people don't like Mari. Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, people say Kaoru is the key to all of the repeated timelines, right? Yeah. And it all revolves around... Kaoru just trying to get with Shinji, but failing every single time. Mm. <laughs> but I think Kaoru is just a detail of the world that repeats. Yeah. And Sh- Shinji is the reason it repeats. But if Shinji is the reason it repeats, then Mari is the reason it ends. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm thinking, right? So the thing about Evangelion is that it, it's not really about what we, the viewer, want or think should happen. Yeah. Or who we want to end up with together. Mm-hmm. Although people were salty. That Mari and Shinji end up together at the end of the movie. Yeah. I do want to say that you're not I supposed to be like. Salty. <laughs> you're not supposed to be happy for Mari and Shinji. Yeah. Because we're not. We don't have an extensive connection with Mari. We're just supposed to be. We're happy supposed to be happy Shinji. for Shinji that he's that he's, he's he's happy now. Yeah. You know. But also, it's again the thing of you're wanting to watch a movie, for what a director wants to make or what he has to say about something, yeah. or the way he makes a movie or she. But in this case, he. Uh-huh. We're talking about Ano. Yeah. Um. And a lot of people have a problem with they have their own head canon. Yeah. And that's what they want movies to be like. And when a movie doesn't match up with the head canon, they get mad about it. Mm-hmm. So they don't really care what directors want to say about something. Yeah. And that's, I think, a problem with a lot of modern movies. Mm-hmm. Is they're not so much, not all of them. There's still some really good ones, obviously. Yeah. But, like, a lot of movies feel like they're made by a studio. Yeah. Or a boardroom. Where they're like, yeah. what do we think should happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's going on? You know, how are we going to connect this? What setups are we going to put in for future movies? All this stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like, especially Ano, And it's incredible about Ano too, because he makes a long franchise like this. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing feels like it's, he's trying to set up for a future thing. He's like, yeah. he's making his he's story. Making, yeah. You know? And even the way he makes superhero movies aren't, like, Common Rider. She's yeah. Common Rider. Is not a movie made by. Well, I mean, it is because it's yeah. still the studio, but it doesn't feel like Toei was like, "All right, what do we want to happen in this movie?" Mm-hmm. It was, Ano, we want you to make a Kamen Rider movie. Do yeah. what you think should happen. Yeah, and that's what I love about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, just movies made by an artist and not by a, a, a machine or company. Yeah, yeah. So onto that, it's always been. Evangelion's always been Hideaki Anno's way of expressing himself and being as personal as possible. 
writing these characters based on his emotions and psychology and experiences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually not, and about who Shinji ends up with, it's usually not the, you know, on and off, sporadic, somewhat abusive relationship, you know, Asuka, that Asuka yeah. brings to the table. And it's not usually... His mom. His cl- his yeah, whoever you want to, whoever you want to expect from the beginning, like, yeah, right, like Ray. Uh, and it's also never really the relationship with like, I don't want to say like ulterior motives, because yeah. Kaoru's still like good at heart, but like, he was also realized that he, in this relationship he was kind of just trying to serve himself. Yeah. Through thinking that he was serving Shinji. He's, he's still. He's not aware of it, though. He's not, so he's he, not like. He, not he, like he's there's evil. no malice behind his yeah. actions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just. He realized that he had his own idea of what he thought Shinji needed so that he could yeah. be happy. But, like, he's like, I'm sorry, I misunderstood what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was just making myself. trying to make myself happy. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Coward's a bad person. He's still an incredible character. Yeah. And also, I prefer them not ending up together because it's more tragic because like the tragicness and like heartbreak of their story together yeah is like what makes this series mm-hmm. like obviously there's other stuff that makes the series like the music's incredible the direction yeah. all the stuff but like this is like an integral part of Shinji's story mm-hmm. and the trauma that he has to go through mm-hmm. which is why I, lo- I love the way that it, yeah. it happens right but rather, it's who we would maybe least expect, you know? The person who yeah. sneaks up out of nowhere, like in 2.0 when she just comes out of nowhere and lands yeah. on the roof. Or the person the person who doesn't try to take anything from the relationship and just wanting that one person for who they are. It's mm-hmm. the person who brings color and meaning to their world. Yeah. Like Kendall said, Yui did, and that's what Mari did when she lands in the ocean. And that's, that's yeah, that's Mark, right? Okay, here's the thing. Every character in Ava is broken, but she's the only character who's already worked through her trauma mm-hmm. and doesn't let her let it hold her back anymore. Yeah. So her presence kind of lifts the overall mood and adds positive energy to her interactions. Yeah. Specifically with Shinji. Because like Rebuild of Evangelion starts the same as every series as every as the series mm-hmm. until the second Mari shows up, which is hello. What? When you looked down, the I was looking at the eye things, and I was <laughs> pretending that those were your eyes. <laughs> so mean. It looks really funny. So. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Uh. Uh. So rebuild of Evangelion starts the same as the series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Until the very second that Mari shows up, right? One point is. Yeah. There's a little bit of changes, but pretty much it's the same thing. As those first six episodes minus yeah. minus scenes from the show because the show has more time yeah but the beginning of 2.0 is mari and like from the get-go you're like oh this is different right yeah and things start changing like little by little and even like shinji starts choosing different things yeah you know uh until you know things end up how they are now which is a completely different story mm-hmm. mari is written and created by ano and tutamaki mm-hmm. but like but the thing is, it's mostly Tsunamaki, yeah. who's like the initial creation of the character. But Ano's also still writing these movies. Yeah. And I, I believe Mari is inspired by Ano's own wife. Mm-hmm. Not, okay, not in the sense 
and like the character herself is Anna's wife. Yeah. Because many people many people have said that, and they've actually come out with statements against this fact. Like, like the, yeah. no, no. Tsurumaki created her. She's not Mariko Mio- Anno. Yeah. I'm saying. But I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the fact that, or I'm saying that she's inspired by his wife in the sense that the experience. Yeah, yeah. like her the effect that she has yeah. on Shinji is inspired by, you know, yeah. Anno's own life. Yeah. In that sense. And this is also just building personal speculation off of what we see in the movies and what Anno has said about his wife and mm-hmm. just other things about her, his his wife in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's the case, then it's, it's a beautiful thing, I think. And one of the reasons why I think that the ending of Thrice Upon a Time is perfect and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I think Mario's a good character. Yeah. A lot of people don't, but... Yeah. Oh, well. And, like, before you're, like, not what the audience want. And, like, obviously, I think Kaushin is cuter. But... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not about what we want. It's about, at the end of the day, it's what is Shinji's, like... Yeah. You're happy at the end because Shinji happy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 I also want to talk about the evolution of Evangelion as a franchise. Mm. So the original Evangelion was created by a young man searching for answers. Rebuild of Evangelion is the creation of an adult who is on his way of finding those answers. Mm -hmm. Thrice Upon a Time is the creation of a satisfied man who has found those answers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like Evangelion, love it or hate it, is a deeply personal work that acts as the emotional and philosophical autobiography of its creator. Yeah. And that's how it feels like it is. So it's not completely because um Lady of the Anime doesn't play in well, a big robot. It's but still <laughs> a mecha anime. Yeah. So it's still awesome. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But like so the original Evangelion was created when Hideaki Anno was thirty five years old and deeply depressed. Mm-hmm. Then Rebuild was twenty uh tw- ten years later after end of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um when Anna was like 47, secured his legacy and happily married. Um, but after, and the way that it works is, like from the get-go, yeah, Shinji's making d- different decisions. But the rebuild yeah. is like the same story, but the characters have grown up with Anna a little bit. Yeah. So they're choosing different things, which mm-hmm. are then changing the story more. Yeah. Um, but after entering, you know, state of depression again after the third rebuild movie, mm-hmm. Anno pursued other projects like Shin, Shin Godzilla mm-hmm. until, you know, finally coming back to the final Evangelion movie. So he he grew up with Shinji, is what it feels like. Yeah. And once Hideaki Anno found his answers and began to work through his issues, he was ready to move on to a world without Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And at this, so was Shinji. Oh, so and also people working on the final movie described the experience as working with a completely different Anno. Mm-hmm. And he was he was motivated, aware of deadlines, and like ready to make everything happen. Yeah. Like this is not the same Anno that we've worked with before. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. The evolution of the franchise. All right. Let's talk about our experiences with Evangelion, right? Mm-hmm. Like what was what was your experience like with the franchise as well? Like going into it, you know how it's your thoughts have evolved or if they have stayed the same or whatnot like what's yeah well um 
I went into it not really expecting anything or knowing much just because I don't know I hadn't heard anything about it and I didn't know what it was and you didn't hear anything about it no I had never heard about it (laughs) um and um that's like an anomaly (laughs) you wouldn't have heard about it again that's crazy yeah I don't know how the only reason I heard about it was because you were like you should watch it and so I did (laughs) and at the beginning I thought it was just a mecha anime and then I like grew so close to the characters like I've never felt like represented through characters as much as this with these characters like mm-hmm. yeah like um, all like the character moments where you're yeah. like that's like not necessarily the characters themselves yeah like everything Asuka does I'm not like oh well that's weird obviously yeah It's like, but it's like for all of the characters, different moments that they have throughout, yeah, I find yeah. it relatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is done very well, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love these characters so much so that when I like finish like my whole rewatch, I'm always like, no, I need to rewatch it again because I want to be around these characters. You know. Yeah, that's true. What about you? Um, I kind of had an opposite experience actually. I had heard <laughs> so much about it all the time, and like, I've heard it praised so highly. Mm-hmm. And be like, this is the coolest, or like the most epic mecha show ever, and it's the best one. Mm-hmm. So I had completely wrong expectations, yeah. because I thought it was not at all what I expected, and I think it uh, disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Again, there's the, I didn't go into it wanting to see what a, a dude created. I went into it thinking it was going to be a something it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first time I watched it, I mean, I was a little sick, right? Like, yeah. uh, like uh, I was unhealthy. Yeah. I had a sickness, an, an illness. <laughs> I don't know how to say this on saying like I'm der- no, like I, I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> physically sick. Yeah, physically sick. So maybe it was like a little bit messing with my brain a bit. Yeah. But after watching it solely because I love Shinzo would have heard about it. Yeah. It just it didn't click for me. Yeah. And I felt, and after I watched it, I felt like something was missing i was like and then, and then i watched end of evangelion i thought what on earth i still do but yeah. like back then it was in a more negative regard yeah. um <laughs> yeah. and yeah i don't know i was just like i was i didn't hate it yeah like i liked it enough to be like not regret watching it mm-hmm. but i was like that was it you know i had a great first experience i loved it so much yeah. <laughs> i'm happy that you did <laughs> i remember That's a, it's better to have no yeah. expectations no, because I'm like, right. if you lower your expectations, it'll be better. No, I'm saying, like, people you, have wrong yeah, expectations yeah. for what it is. But if you, what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was, because you were talking about Endeveva. And I remember when I watched it, and then I texted you, and I was just like, what? What? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I literally remember sitting and watching it on my phone, and I was just like, what? Huh? Huh? Excuse <laughs> me? Excuse me? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like that every time I watch it. Exactly. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I rewatched it, mm. and something just clicked yeah. with it. I just, I got it, finally. And everything I found painful and boring suddenly became, like, artistic and, like, brilliant filmmaking. Yeah. And I felt like I understood what Anna was trying to say, or, like, more accurately, what Anna was trying to find answers to. Yeah. And all, like, the character moments I felt just made more sense to me mm-hmm. and became the star of the show. They were the star of the show 
Yeah. But that's not what I thought was gonna happen, so I guess it was a little off putting. Yeah. But like on my rewatch I was like it's it's become my favorite T V show of all time. Mm. Like something something happened. And also here's the thing. So that's my that's that's, that's my experience with it. Mm-hmm. I I love the rebuilds from the get go. I will yeah. say that. Because after the the rebuilds, especially those first two, are completely what I expected. Yeah. From the show, which was like big action set pieces. Mm-hmm. I felt like I went into it expecting that. Yeah. Right. And now I more appreciate the the quieter moments and the mm-hmm. the the filmmaking of it. So, yeah, but no, I love the rebuilds too. Yeah, and the show. All right. I also want to say. One of the reasons Evangelion can be so controversial is because of people's diverse opinions towards it. Since mm-hmm. lots of people like taking it differently. Yeah. The problem is with that, the way most people go about expressing those opinions, it's just that's where the controversy comes from, yeah. right? So people who like it, not everybody, but I'm just saying like generally mm-hmm. what you hear is people who like it make it seem like those who don't are too stupid to understand. Yeah. And then also people who don't like it make it seem like those who do are just blinded by the truth and by things and mistake Ano for a genius when, like, in the truth is we know yeah. that that's not true and that he's just a, a fraud and this is all the world <laughs> and you guys are all idiots. Yeah. It's like, ugh, it's, that's like the problem. Just chill. You can like it and you can not. Just chill yeah. a bit. Honestly. But again, like, it's all expectations, I think, for what you think is going to happen in the show. Yeah. And Evangelion isn't a show that cares about its lore, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it does, because it still, like, sets it up. And it's like, we need to set up a world. Yeah. But it doesn't, what? like, give it to you in a little paper, in, like, a pamphlet. Yeah. And tell you ev- absolutely everything that's yeah. ever happened and ever is going to happen. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that they don't tell us. Yeah. Or leave very vague. And that's okay. That's actually good. That's what keeps it mysterious. Yeah. And what helps it retain its immensely high rewatch value. Yeah. It's not exactly about how Sailor was formed and when or where each of the members came from, mm-hmm. but it's about like the emotional growth of the characters. Yeah. And I think once I understood that, I everything changed for me. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say this: if you don't like the show, that's okay too. Yeah. You know, it's not for everyone. And but the frustrating thing is when people watch only part of it and give up. Like it's only twenty six yeah. episodes. Because <laughs> you can't casually watch the show either. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to watch it, you got to finish it. Because your judgments that you make on, like, the first part of the show yeah. will probably have nothing to do with the rest of the show because it keeps yeah. changing. It's like, I think it's like, there's, like, four or five main, not arcs, but, like, main feels of the show. It's like those first batch of episodes kind of yeah. do this one thing, this next, and they keep changing. Uh, also, you'll probably hear someone say, if you don't like it, if you don't understand, you just don't understand Ava then, mm-hmm. you know? Make it sound like you're just not intellectually capable of understanding Ava. Yeah. Uh, well, if you say that, then you're full of it too, because Nobody no is. one <laughs> is intellectually <laughs> capable of understanding yeah. Ava. Because uh, it wasn't written in a, such a way where that full understanding is possible. Because it's not supposed to be, right? Yeah. But like, what you just don't get Ava should mean is... You probably went in with wrong expectations and weren't able to sympathize or understand the emotions Anna was expressing through these characters. And you know what? If that's the reason you don't like it, that that's okay. 
Yeah. That's a fine reason for you. Yeah. You know, the reason I like it is because I am able to sympathize with these emotions. Mm -hmm. But if you can't sympathize, then that's fine if you don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about this before we move on to our franchise favorites? Like to call it. No. All right. Well, (laughs) let's move right on then. All right. What was the rebuild ranking? How would you rank the rebuild movies? Um, backwards. Four, three, two, one. What if you were to put End of Eight in there and rank all Evangelion movies? Uh, four, three, all. Two, End of Eight, one. Oh, interesting. My rebuild ranking is also four, three, two, one. Yeah. But if I were to put End of Ava, I'd do four End of Ava, three, two, one. Oh. I think End of Ava is a fantastic film. It's yeah, in, it it's is. incredible. I mean, these all are. They're all great. All right. What was your favorite change or like new ma- or no. like <laughs> <laughs> or like new material from the manga? You know. Uh, definitely. Um, having more Kaguya. Yeah. And um, seeing new his experiences and everything. Absolutely. I like that. That was really good. Uh, it's actually one of the things I love about the Rebuild movie so much. Yeah. Is because there's so much more Kaoru. Yeah. Even though he's only, like... I mean, he's in every movie. Yeah. Even though he's, like, most... Like he's, like, in, like, a scene in, in, like, one, two, and four. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, my favorite change, or new material from the manga, was definitely the different visual of instrumentality. Mm-hmm. Like, the three... That was very cool. What's the word? Panels. Panels. Uh, but like spreads. Spreads. The three spreads. spreads of like you know Shinji and then like the yeah. text bubbles and people. Shinji text bubbles and then Shinji like the the bright light. Yeah. It's very cool. It made instrumentality make a lot more sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not that I like. Well, I was gonna say not that it doesn't make sense. It does. It, yeah, it, it doesn't. But <laughs> not that I wasn't like. Not that I didn't have a basic understanding of what yeah. it was, but it was a very cool way yeah. to visualize it. Yeah. What were your top three episodes or more of the show? Um, I really like 19, 24, mm-hmm. and 25. Nice. Oh, 25 is your one of your favorites? Yeah. I just really like the, um, how, because when I watched it for the first time, I was so confused. But after watching End of Ava and, like, the rebuilds and everything, mm-hmm. it made a lot more sense, and it, it was, like, really well like shot and everything and I just like the way that they like s- kept switching between the like the people and the mm-hmm. the way that the, the instrumentality project like was the, like the in the case of one yeah 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 that was very good actually yeah I didn't like the original finale not that I hated it mm-hmm. I don't hate on it like some people but like the first time I watched it I guess I did find the entire experience disappointing but like mm-hmm. I was like that's the finale really yeah. Then I watched End of Eva, and I was like, oh, okay. But on my rewatch, after having already seen End of Eva, yeah, I was like, these episodes are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good episode. Uh, my top three episodes are four, because I couldn't decide between two of them. Yeah. But 19 and 24, obviously. Yeah. They're incredible. 19 is the one with... Um, yeah. Um, what's... Uh, what? Is that the one with... Zuriel? Yeah, Zuriel. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> and then 24 was Kaoru, obviously. Yeah. Okay, my then... Boy. What? I said my boy. <laughs> my boy. 
and then 18 or 22. Mm. 18 is the one with unit 3. Unit 3? No, unit 4. What should uh, Toji yeah, in the Toji. in the Ava, that one. I love that episode. It's one of the best like fight scenes in the entire show, I think. Yeah. Just the the music, and the build up to the fight scene. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Also, twenty two, that's the the Oscar episode mm-hmm. where like the angel in the sky, kind like probes of mind yeah, and everything. Yeah. That's an incredible episode. That yeah. is. Okay, what are your top three? Ava v. Angel, or Ava, just Ava battle, Ava, Ava battle, battle sequence. sequence. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely love the Gendo and Shinji fight in, uh, Thrice Upon a Time. Thrice Upon a Time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, it's so smooth and beautiful, and I love the sets, and yeah. it's just perfect. And yeah. I also love, um, Ramiel. Obviously. Obviously. Wh- which, which Ramiel fight? Uh, specifically Rebuild. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it, like, the way it, like is animated is just so cool and like it is it like morphs and screams and it's just beautiful mm-hmm. and i also love zuriel the fight scene which one um specifically in the show because it's so uh, it's yes. so creepy oh it is and like i remember sitting and watching it and like i was just like what oh Ugh. yeah and like crawls over and starts yeah. eating it oh, like, it's so epic yeah what about you okay so mine would be Unit One versus Zuriel, mm-hmm. but specifically the rebuild. Oh, yeah. just because I think that fight—that's the one where you know when it absorbs mm-hmm. Genji and tri- Shinji tries to get right back, and Unit One goes all red mode, and it's like yeah, pretty epic. It's so epic. Oh, it's incredible, and like the final shot of mm-hmm. like Unit One, it's like face in the when it behind the gates of death mm-hmm. or in front of the gates of death, I should say. Yeah. Like, whew, it's good stuff. Okay, another one would be Unit 1 versus Leliel, which is episode 16 of the show. The the shadow angel oh, with yeah. the ball. It's not so much of a fight as, like, a, a psychological build-up. Yeah. You know, in Shinji's mind and everything. And everything hap- happens until the point where Unit 1 bursts out of it and it's, like, blood everywhere. Yeah. It's very quick, but it's just, it's, like, it's to me it was... On this rewatch, that was like the most epic moment in the show for me. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, third, not these aren't in any order, by the way. Yeah. They're just top three. Yeah. Uh, would be Asuka versus the mass production Avas from End of Ava. Oh, the pigeon, that is pretty The epic. pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Pigeon. That's, I think, one of the best like fight scenes in yeah. anime history. It's just, it's up there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Okay. Who is your favorite character besides Pen Pen? Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Pen Pen's. You, you can't have him, like, yeah. I- in the running because he'll always win. Yeah, he'll always win. Yeah. yeah so besides um, Pen Pen. Garu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My boy. My boy. He's a great character. He's Such a, great a good character. character. I love his design, too. Oh, yeah. Like, his design is, is like, sleek, oh. simple, and just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just, it is. What about you? Okay, well, my favorite character is Shinji, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm being lame if I say Shinji because he's <laughs> the main character, so I'm not going to say Shinji. Mm-hmm. Uh, then going off the show, I'd say Misato. Mm. She's an incredible character. Yeah. And a very differently written female character yeah. compared to lots of other 90s anime. Mm-hmm. Still also written like a 90s anime. Yeah. Not some dated things, but like... But 
She's a great character. Yeah. Yeah. But going off of the rebuild, let's say Calorie, just because of. Mm. Oh, he's such a good character. Yeah. He's such a good character. <laughs> okay. All right, this is the final question. Which is your preferred version? Ah, preferred. Which is your favorite version of Ava? As in mm. the show, the rebuilds, and the manga? Uh, I think I'd say the rebuilds. Nice. They're nice. just so, like, visually pleasing, and mm. they're also, like, just the way that they, like, connect everything together and end it is yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. What about you? I'd say the show show mm, really? because it's so visually pleasing <laughs> and the way it like connects everything together and ends it is it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> same reasons different, yeah <laughs> but no it's uh it's funny that i i really wasn't a fan of it and now it's like my yeah. favorite show <laughs> and favorite work of fiction i've ever seen yeah but like just all the quiet moments of the show and mm-hmm. the sound editing the sound editing is really good in the rebuilds too. Yeah. Like I'm talking that, you know, and it feels like 90s, but also feels kind of timeless at the same time. Yeah. And I just, and it's an incredible show. It's incredible. It's true. Yeah. Well, anything else to say? No. No. Well, in that case, thus ends our Ava series. Mm-hmm. This was our six. And final Ava series episode. Yeah. Next time we see you, we'll be doing a special on the Giant of Light himself, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, yeah. But that's all for now. We'll see yeah. you then. Yes. And with that, congratulations, thank you, and goodbye, all of Evangelion. Sayonara,